You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check-In for the week of October 13th. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And we're missing Kate this time. Yeah, I was about to say we're 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 missing Kate. I feel like last week I wasn't here. We got to get the it's band back together. It's been a little while since point. we've all been together. I feel like yeah, 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 yeah. Life life has gotten in the way, but that's yeah. okay. We will soldier on this week. We've got a lot to discuss yeah. in this little episode. We try and keep these shorter. The check in episodes just a little bit shorter than our full discussion. Um, and uh, so this week we're going to check in with what we've been doing in our world that is geeky. And so to kick things off, Tyler, what have you been doing this week to kind of keep, keep I can't speak, <laughs> keep your geek card in check? Well, it's uh, it's October. And so it's yes. Halloween month, you know, and so I, I usually do my kind of 31 days of, of Halloween. Uh, mm. I watch a bunch of horror movies uh, throughout the month. Last year I did uh, – last year I, I made a mistake. I tried to broaden Uh-oh. my horizons. Uh, That's we, right. I remember this. <laughs> and it was awful. And I and I ended up just getting really angry at my list and, and like, going back to just the things that I love and, you know, like the Halloween movies or uh, – plus we had the new Halloween movie coming out last, uh, last year too. Uh, yeah. And so I kind of – I was a little bit more discerning in my list uh, this this uh, this year. And uh, so I just wanted to share kind of the highlights of it. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd, uh, letterboxd.com, and then my screen name uh, there is HowitTP. You can – if you f- uh, go to my Twitter, which is linked on our um, our podcast Twitter page, you can see I've been posting links to my, to my uh, like, small Letterboxd reviews. But I just wanted to post some highlights, uh, mostly things that I haven't watched um, – uh, watched before. I kind of wanted to, to go into what were what are like really well known as good, solid, uh, you know, uh, horror franchises that I hadn't dug into before, like the Phantasm series and stuff like that. Which I mm. I I only watched the first one. I hear that they go pretty well downhill, so I watched the first one. Phantasm is very interesting. I watched a a four uh, K uh, resolution. Uh, whatever you call it, a, a remake or not a remake restoration, uh, that JJ Abrams bad, uh, bad robot had done. Cause I guess he loves it so much. And, and, uh, so th- it was a, it's a really weird trippy movie about, uh, this undertaker who is this, uh, this, it's about these two boys. I kind of don't know what happened by the way. So I'm going to try. <laughs> it's, it's a weird, weird movie and it's super indie and, uh, like you can, t- like they all, that you can tell they just all pick local actors to, to do it. I think down in, oh, I think yeah, it's in yeah, Texas, yeah. but I will say for that, it's extremely well made uh, like for, for all of that. And so this, um, this undertaker is actually like taking bodies to be part of his underworld dwarf army. And there are like, there are these weird spheres that like fly through the air and drill into people's skulls. And it's, just, I've seen the, the sphere. I mean, that's kind of like uh, almost iconic of fantasy, but I've never seen the movie. That's yeah. the only thing I had known about it from. And the undertaker, do you remember you watched alias, right? You like alias. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So the undertaker, do you remember in alias, the guy that, um, that interrogates them and he works for SD six. He's the older guy who, is always like putting them under the the lie detector test and stuff like that. It's maybe only in the first or second season, but that's the Undertaker from Phantasm. And so you could tell J.J. Abrams is this this fan of this movie that he restored Fan it. Fanboy, yeah. yeah. And so that one was really good. Um, 
uh, I had never seen Candyman, which I oh. I never wanted to. Yeah. I I never wanted to. I thought it was it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be worse than it was. I will say it's way better than I thought. It's Tony Todd who is huh. uh, Kern from uh, from Next Star, Star Trek, Trek Next Generation. Yeah. So I liked that. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like I watched Candyman when I was a kid, uh, but like the TBS television edited oh, version. Like, so I feel it like it was on. Edited. Yeah, like on TBS, like every night, yeah. uh, I felt like Candyman was, and I I watched it, and I just was like, this is silly. It's very similar. <clears throat> I've put Candyman for some reason in my head. I put Candyman, and um, oh, I can't remember what's that other. It's kind of like that pseudo superhero um, uh, movie slash uh, uh, horror movie with a guy that's all bandaged up. Oh, come right, on, Chris. The new one? No, no, oh. no, no. The, the one in the 80s. Um, I cannot remember. I, I, you Spawn. keep talking. It'll... No, 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 no. This is... This is yeah, you look at that. Some, some, something man, something man. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll come up with it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I don't remember. I'll, I'll, um, you keep talking. You keep talking. Well, and weirdly, like I, I, I kind of didn't want to go too gory, slashery, or anything like that. So I, I, I'm trying to figure out what, uh, um, you know, what to do. Or I was trying to figure out what to, like, what angle to take this from. So I looked at some classics. Battle Royale. I had never seen Battle Royale before, um, which mm. is the is a Japanese movie that uh, basically Hunger Games was based on, essentially. An American Werewolf, Werewolf in London. I had never seen that before. Um, and then I went on the like this, this trend uh-huh. of, uh, I don't know, nature nature survival sort of so again not even too supernaturally or or slashery but like backcountry which is on netflix uh backcountry is just the uh, uh, a guy and his girlfriend go hunting or go go hiking for this like secret lake out in the middle of nowhere and they get lost and chased down by a bear a body at brighton rock which i believe is on hulu uh, backcountry is on netflix body at brighton rock which is new um is about a an inexperienced uh, park ranger who stumbles upon a body on a trail and has to stay with it overnight while um, hmm. while the police have to fly in. And so she's, it's not, again, it's not a, I wouldn't even say a typical horror movie. It's more of just, wow, she has to stay with a body overnight in the middle of the woods and she's pretty inexperienced. And so she just kind of, you know, freaks herself out and, and stuff. So um, those were some, those were some of the highlights so far. I had a Stephen King day yesterday too. Um, oh, just, okay. Cujo, Firestarter, Pet Cemetery. The Those are one. hit and miss, aren't they? they oh, just, they are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have an irrational love for Stephen King's work, so I'm much more forgiving of his movies. Well, his work be. is fantastic. The movies <laughs> oftentimes are not very good at adaptations yeah. of his written words. I would yeah. say Cujo was way better than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. Pet Cemetery, the original one, was much better uh, overall than the newer one. Firestarter is boring. Uh, and super slow, but then yeah. I ended yesterday on Misery and The Shining, and it was just like, oh, those are just two. They're great movies, regardless. And then, yeah. So yeah. it's anyway. That's what my that's what my month has been. Um, is just kind of digging into some good stuff. I I'm, I always hold off on Halloween stuff until we get closer to the actual day. But yeah, that's, that's cool. Where I've been. That's cool. Yeah, I, I need to revisit some of those definitely. I, by the way, I uh, I solved my brain for. Oh yeah, it. It what was, was it? Dark Man. Do you remember Dark Man? I have never seen it. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I mean that th- those are those are the films that I always at late at night, Candyman and Darkman. I guess it was the man on the end right. of them. I always because in tone they're very similar. 
uh, Sam Raimi uh, directed uh, Darkman. Oh. Um, and so it's it's kind of that. It, anyway, for some reason, I always put them in the same category, even though they're vastly, it, looking back now as an adult, Wildly vastly different, different films. Um, I, for some oh, reason, just put them in the same, the same category. I've seen the cover of that, but I, I knew nothing yes. about it at all. Yeah, okay. I need to revisit it. This is, again, this is a film I've seen, but it was always uh, heavily edited when yeah. I watched it, and it is definitely an R-rated adult uh, fare. Oh, yes. Liam Neeson, Francis McDormand. Wow. Very yeah, directed by Sam Raimi, man. Um, maybe we should maybe we should revisit this on the podcast proper. Yeah. So the uh, yeah, Dark we'll never get Kate to watch it, but you and I can. No, <laughs> you and I no. can do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so should so I go ahead? You? And, uh, yeah, you have. Yeah. you have done something. I have to say, I want a confession. Incredibly jealous. Incredibly yes. jealous. And so yes. I really want to hear about this trip that you just took. So um, we live in Florida, and we live about two hours away from. Orlando. And uh, of course, you may or may not know that recently they have built a brand new land in Hollywood Studios, which is one of the parks uh, called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And uh, yes, uh, our family got season passes. And so my kids were off school this past week. So we went to Orlando. We stayed um, up there, uh, rented a condo in the area. And um, you know, we we went to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, among other things, but it was our first time at Galaxy's Edge. And let me tell you, it is one of the most immersive, incredible experiences oh. I have ever been to. Um, the land itself is so incredible that when you walk in, you feel you truly feel like you're someplace else. Uh, you feel like you have entered the world of the films. Um, there's a market area. I don't know if you saw did a Facebook live video. Did, there's a yeah. markets that is just, it's incredible. Uh, the detail, the, the weathering on all the, it looks like even though the stuff is brand new, that it's less than like three months old. It looks like it's a world that's been lived in oh. and handcrafted and built and care put into everything. There's droids everywhere. Their characters are roaming the world. So we were, um, asking a cast member uh, a question and the cast member turned around and she said oh ray is fixing the millennium falcon we turn around and there's a live there's a live i don't know if you've seen i, this saw, or the, not, I saw the falcon the, there's a yeah there's a there's a life-size version of the millennium falcon in the land and but we turn around and we see underneath the falcon the act when you know the the, the cast member the cast members actors whatever you want to call them the Ray character is underneath oh the Falcon gosh. fixing it and no one's noticing it. She's just, she's just doing, doing it. Her, she's just oh. acting. And so my That's girls, so we had awesome. just, we had just purchased them these toy lightsabers. And so they go over and they're like, Ray, Ray, Ray. She's like, Hey, Hey girls, how's it going? She's like, do, oh. do, do you know how to use your saber? And she spent five minutes showing my kids what? how to properly hold their lightsaber. Oh how, how, you know, the best way of doing it. And as they were doing it, she looked up and two stormtroopers were starting to walk into the area that we were at. And she goes, stormtroopers hide. And she ran away from us and hid behind a box um, to, 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 so wow. that the stormtroopers wouldn't see her until the storm. And, and, and she's like, she's like, she told my girls, hide, put your lightsabers away so they don't know you're a part of the resistance. Oh and my so my God. girls did it. And so they put their lightsabers uh, behind their back and the, and, and the light and, and the stormtroopers walked right past them. Carry on, carry on. Cause they, they talk that's so amazing. and they just continued to do their, their, their whatever. And then, um, 
afterwards she came back and finished the conversation and then talked to some other folks and it was just that's so it was ama- magical. Your, your girls are gonna remember that for forever. Yes, yes, oh. it it was absolutely magical. And then of course the, there's there's two rides. One of them's not open yet. Uh, it's opening in December, but the one that is open is called Smuggler's Run, and is you get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Oh my! You gosh. walk into the Millennium Falcon itself. So you're you the, the ostensibly what you're supposed to believe is the millennium falcons parked outside you walk into this building you go through the queue and then you get to the top you get in and then you like walk a um like a jet way like you would yeah. to get on a plane right and you walk a jet way and then you're inside the millennium falcon that's supposed to be outside the door there that wow. you've seen this entire time and when you walk in you walk into that same area where uh, Luke in the first film is, you know, battling the oh, sure. little um, with the spherical, the yeah, yeah, with his lightsaber. He's learning how to use a lightsaber for the very first time, and where the chess uh, round chess ta- table, right. whatever the, the wrestling, whatever it is, three D chess thing, yeah, yeah, the three D chess. You're in that room, uh, waiting to get your assignment, and so you sit down at that i've take i've t- i took pictures there with my wife and i and her kids and all that kind of stuff and then you get in you get assigned you're either a pilot a gunner oh, or an engineer that's so cool and so you i mean honestly it is un- unbelievable i piloted the millennium falcon i rode this ride four times wow uh, in in the four days that we were there and uh, literally you you the 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 pilot on the right goes up and down yeah and can the pilot on the left goes left and right oh. and then sat, sat right beside behind them are the gunners that you shoot the guns and then right behind them is the engineers trying to fix all the issues and problems that happen as you're going along and repair the ship is it it is wow. i mean it is it's really the ride the ride's great it's sure. not uh, the, the one of the best things i've ever but it's just the stepping experience. into the world yeah the, the oh. sense of of place is unlike anything else so wow. if you get a chance um i i would i would definitely recommend wow. uh galaxy's edge it is it was incredible it was it was a wonderful wonderful time and i got to try blue milk i was gonna ask you blue milk what does it taste like yes it was not good i oh no <laughs> Well, I'm not a huge fan of um, like really sweet drinks. Sure. And to me, it it kind of it was. I guess I would say it is a. It tasted like a sweet, non-alcoholic mixed drink. Do you oh, know what really? I mean? Like if you've okay. ever had like yeah, it, it was kind of like a like a pina a colada mai tai sort of. or a pina yeah. colada virgin pina colada. Yeah. Um. So it was like you know very fruity, super heard- sweet. I heard somebody say that it tasted like the milk after Fruit Loops. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could yeah. say. I or guess I could. I could see like that. that. But yeah, I'm not sure if it's that. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't taste cheap. Like okay. when you say when you say when you say that, it, that kind of makes it sound like it's um, you know cheapy. Sure, but it, sure. It, it 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 tastes artisan. Like yeah. it tastes like well, like they 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 made it to taste this Good. way. But it is. It's too sweet for me. It was yeah. just, it was too much. My girls loved it. I was going to say, did they like it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. It was, a, it was like a, a, a really, really sweet smoothie. You yeah. Know, without any nutritional value. <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. So. At all. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Anyway. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jealous, but very happy for you. That sounds awesome. That sounds it was cool. great. It, it was a good time. We, we had a great time. The girls, like I said, they felt like they had met Ray and they, they were convinced. I mean, yeah. Afterwards they had. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. That's yeah. that just like honestly, more than anything else, that's that sounds like it's worth it 
just yeah. for the lived in part of it all and and that and that the the cast members are actually like taking that and doing you know going with it yeah that's it's cool pretty, it's really cool it's really really neat so anyway that's that's my geek card check for this week uh it. it was the uh was galaxy's edge well the other thing we're going to talk about this week is yes. we have our second short trek so quick it was like two. we got the first one and then we got the second one yeah. the next day it felt like almost it was great and i and i don't have the the schedule pulled up in front of me but i think the next one is in november um so yeah. i think we are a few weeks away from the next one uh yeah. this one is called the trouble with edward and it's written by graham wagner and directed by daniel gray longino or longino and uh Graham Wagner, who has done 50 episodes of Portlandia and a couple episodes of The Office and three uh, of Silicon Valley, which you can t- you can totally tell humor-wise. Yes. That's where this is going from. And starring H. John Benjamin, who is Archer. Uh, and the whole time, I think I honestly think they just were kind of like, yeah, just say some stuff about the Tribbles. <laughs> you know? There's – yeah, tell me when you're ready to talk about it. I, I, I laughed more yes. – Melody, my wife and I watched this together. I was not expecting it to be nearly as parody or as funny tongue in cheek right. as it actually was. Like it is so it expects that you have an awareness yeah. of what tribbles have been in the Star Wars universe yes. and then just completely plays around <laughs> with their with their origin cuz they're basically just like we we're, we're going to tell the craziest yes. origin story for the tribbles possible. And it was so I loved well, here let's let's do the uh, let's yes. do the, the title or not the title the uh, the summary. I've got that pulled up here, and then, yes. and then we'll get into it. Uh, so, newly minted Captain Lynn Lucero from uh, who's dropped off from the Enterprise, uh, and she's that's Rosa Salazar. She is excited to take command of the USS Cabot. That is until she meets Edward Larkin, played by H. John Benjamin, an ornery scientist who believe he has found a revolutionary new use for Tribbles. <laughs> I oh man oh I. I love he's one of those that it's he's he looks so different than I imagine him from Archer. Like I've seen him act in some other things. Have you watched Archer? No, I don't. Man, I don't. You know, my love for James Bond and I won't go further than it. Yes. (laughs) This is why I love it's it's just a good parody of if if James Bond was an idiot and worked for his mom, basically. Um, Yes. And it's it's so much fun. And uh, so H. John Benjamin plays the titular character there. And uh, but he is also an actor and he is. He's hilarious. This is like It's really good. If if Reginald Barkley was yes. a jerk, basically. Yes. Yes. Who did, did just did not care. Yes. Knew that he was right and just did not care. Yes. Yeah. Uh so so we see we get a, a little bit of Anson Mount uh, you know, just sending uh sending Captain Lucero off to the cabin. And that was nice to see him and a good shot of the Enterprise. Yes. Uh and yeah, we just uh, you know, Captain Lucero is is having a meeting when we first when we first meet Edward, and uh, they're all sharing. I guess they're trying to solve a food crisis on this planet, and you know, all of the, yeah. the members of her science team are collaborating. They're they're, they're comparing notes, yeah. collaborating. Except he and won't. then, <laughs> and well, he he goes, I wasn't aware that we were sharing resources. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then he goes into. <laughs> this the species that he's found and he talks so about he, he talks about how like they're mostly meat if you shave you them take off all the hair they're, they're just meat underneath <laughs> like scallops like scallops <laughs> blood red they're, 
And, and he's like, then she's like, well, how do you know? And he's like, well, you know, I may have eaten one I, or I may two have tried one or for two. science. And then I fed one to whatever Jeff, the other guy or something like that. He's a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like, gross. <laughs> oh, man. So basically, we know that uh, triples are, if you, if you shave them and then put them in like a pot, you're going to get some wonderful, oh, so gross. It's, it's, it's amazing. I actually thought they were going to go grosser with it. So I'm really happy they didn't. Like what I didn't need no, to see it's all was like for triple steaks. Yeah. You know? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was good. Uh, no yes, tribbles were harmed in the in, in the production of yes. this episode. No. Oh, well, some some were. Uh, but we'll, we'll get That's to true. that. Uh, <laughs> That's true. So he, he basically is going to start breeding tribbles for flu, for food. And he says he can he can genetically manipulate them to breed faster and and be brain damaged so that the moral implications. <laughs> no, then they start talking about like, do they feel pain? And, and like, he well, instead, <laughs> he's like, well, I can genetically modify them so they're brain damaged. The well, one fell off my desk the other day and died, so I guess it's just fine. died. <laughs> I, oh my wife, Melody and I were laughing so hard because he's saying him. He he's straight-faced. Yes, completely straight-faced. The rest of the the kind of ready room round table discussion are horrified <laughs> at what he is he is suggesting. Like we basically create brain damaged, cute, fluffy, <laughs> yeah. you know, Meat creatures, balls. and then we yeah exactly we <laughs> we shave them. <laughs> You think he would them. start breeding the hairless tribbles is what it would be. Oh, but, yeah. Exactly. That would be the number one thing, right? Yeah. Can you just breed them hairless? <laughs> and, but I, what I also love is, is so he, he suggests, yeah, I, I, I can genetically modify them to be brain damaged. She tells him, no, you can't do that. But he yeah. does, and he brain damages them by putting his own DNA into it so that they're basically right. just stupid breeding machines. And well, so that, yeah, you never know. He, he, I think he says later in the episode, you just don't know what's going to happen when you mix some human DNA with something else. Yes. So like whose DNA mine. Mine. Yeah. And so like, yeah. And, it, well, basically... then they're appalled and they think he, he thinks, he thinks they're appalled because that he used his versus some other guy. All right. He he takes offense because he's like, "What? Am I not good enough? What about Paul over there? Yeah. You think Paul's DNA is better?" And they're like, "That's not the point, dude. The point is, is that you have completely messed up this, you know." So anyway, what 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 turns out is is that you know there's a breach, I guess, yes. at the uh, oh, at the lab because the triple begins having babies so explosively. Yeah, explosively that it, bursts, is right. it bursts open the the cage that they're in like it busts out a side panel um because well they, they find that they're born babies they're born pregnant because like, they're born pregnant the triplets the triples are born pregnant so they just they they're born and then they immediately are you know there's another one so yeah. just they just continue 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 there's nothing stopping them. and it slowly becomes a crisis right like suddenly there's not enough oxygen because you, the tribbles, I thought was such a good. That was such a, a good way of saying it. Other than there's there's so many of them that they're we're gonna drown in tribbles, which which happens, I guess. Which does happen. But yes. literally, like, yeah, sure. There's that many organisms. It's gonna need oxygen, I guess. That's good. But uh, I, I I just thought that was a nice touch. Uh, I I liked also that he. Uh, he is in his tidy whities uh, standing in the corridor <laughs> when they're all so running to, to like rescue the lab. 
Um, yeah, I, yeah, that that was that was fantastic. And then the, they had that discussion in like the uh, uh, Tin Ford or whatever you want to call it, yeah. the, where, where they're eating, and oh, yeah. um, and and as he's t- talking about his DNA, you see that guy over his shoulder with the yes. giant <laughs> suction <a> vacuum, vacuum. <laughs> vacuuming them all up. This is so visual. Like this is not like the normal Star Trek we are so used to. And I'm sure many people watching this are like, I was thinking, this is the dumbest thing. I was thinking the same thing. You know this. We're and I I haven't looked this much on Twitter about this, but you know that there are those people who are. This is not my Purists. Star Trek. They're having fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. How they're having the, fun. How dare they? Yeah. The original Trouble with Tribbles is a funny episode in this. And there are there are parodies of like that iconic shot of Kirk neck deep in Tribbles. Yes. You know. Yeah. And holding one up. And, yeah, yeah. There's. Yeah. It, it's so funny. I, I think. Yeah. I, I think that's what these are for, though, is that they can they can do these one off shorts yeah. and do crazy silly things right different genres they don't need to all be silly no um you know what i mean discovery or and picard we're, and we're gonna love them and we you know we already do yeah. really enjoy discovery but they're very serious you know there's right. not a lot of moments of levity and so it's yeah, nice but, to have uh, these i'd love for them to do more like yeah genre type stuff where okay this 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 one's the slapstick comedy Here's this one off. is yeah the horror this one is the you know, right. completely different. What is this even? What What is this? This is a weird, like, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I, I think, think we're going to get that also in the animated series. Though both of those animated right, series, right. I suspect, well, obviously, going to be they're going to be more prone to be funny. But I, right. I hope that we'll get more sort of episodic natures in those. They're taking risks. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, 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 I understand why people um, maybe did not care for this because it is so different. But I was laughing my head uh, off. Me that too. vacuum cleaner was so because so it looks so silly because the guy's had on his back and it's coming over Over his his head head. (laughs) and he's just like yeah i had to pause it i was like what is happening (laughs) oh yeah it's so silly this was my moment of trek of trek nerddom where i you know i almost made an angry tweet and just said this isn't this isn't canon this isn't not my hashtag not my star trek you know where where the the phasers weren't vaporizing them the way that they should oh. have. I just thought that's ridiculous and I was offended by it. You know, the fact. Okay. Yeah. I'm was, glad you're, I'm glad you're just joking right now yeah, because I yes. thought for sure. <laughs> no, cause I second. loved it. I, I, cause I was the, I was actually thinking when they were vacuuming them up, I was like, Oh, why aren't they vaporizing them? And then we see a shot later on of them just like indiscriminately just shooting into piles of tribbles. And I thought it was hilarious. I thought yeah, it was the, so the, funny. But even, even before this, I forgot about this. There, there's a moment when, um, you know, after their original discussion and she says, okay, I don't want you to do the triple thing. Yeah. The next shot is him. Like they're like around like the, what is like the, the cooler, I guess, you know, like the, the replicator or whatever. And, and he's like, so that, that, that new captain, huh? No, no nobody likes her. She's he, fine. I guess. Says, yeah, nope. New boss, barf. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> It's so funny. I, I th- uh, nobody oh, likes her. I think people like her. Nah. <laughs> nah. But there's such a there's such a long pause in between. I think people like her. I agree. And it's like, what? As the, the camera just sits there, just, the shot just sits there, and the guy walks away. Nah. nah. I mean, it's so wonderful com- comedic timing and his his facial expressions are great all of oh. it is, is just really well really well done i was i was i was enjoying myself i thought I it was, was great too. Uh, this so this is not a uh, a deep and meaningful uh, no. short trek you know it does make no. me wonder are we going to get any tie-ins you know all all of the ones last time got 
you know, uh, so in some way, thematic tie-ins or or whatever with uh, with Star Trek Discovery season three or season two. Uh, but now with basically five new series coming, four new series coming in the next year, I wonder yeah. if these are now going to just be one-offs or we're going to if if somehow you know we're going to get a, a triple episode or whatever. But well, yeah. I don't see how they can completely tie in because yeah. we're not even we're going to be a thousand years in the future, like yeah. we we're saying. Like unless, there's no unless we're getting a, an Enterprise show, which that's my dream would be. Fantastic. An Enterprise an Enterprise with Pike. Come on. And I would love I would absolutely love to see Edward again. Like the triples are his DNA. So but you don't know that. maybe they like rescued him somehow. You know what I mean? Like they are him and like they just (laughs) assume it's their leader or their their creator. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Like I can just see him like on a planet someplace (laughs) surrounded by triples, like at like a, a, a yeah, just like literally like the, the resting the, in tribbles, the, like the savior of, of exactly <laughs> right. They're just like popping off. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, yeah, you would just see Welcome. in the background. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the and the thing we haven't mentioned the last bit is they have a there's a uh, I want to say first time in Star Trek maybe ever uh, we have a post credit sequence of yes a a commercial for Tribble cereal cereal. With these, with these twin girls who are like first the her, their mom is pouring them a box of cereal and it's yes. hairballs, um but it keeps they keep coming you know they because they're all reproducing as she's pouring them out so they keep pouring out it doesn't stop it doesn't stop and then these these girls are eat, start spooning them into their mouths and it's mm. gross but so it, it tickles when it, it goes down when, I know. Uh, and they're just yeah these hairballs that they're eating coming in three flavors i think it's original hairy berry and something like ranch like no like, like fire ranch or something like that yeah 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 oh, it's it's so, so spicy yeah so so funny um and that comes along with a jingle at the end oh um, the jingle at the end which we're pregnant with flavor oh my gosh i I just – that was the part that got me the most is because I didn't expect it. And it was actually on my uh, – uh, I, I f- was fast-forwarding to the end. Basically, I was on CBS All Access just fast-forwarding to the end to get it to restart because I knew I was going to rewatch it later before we started this. And I just happened to catch a flash. I was going to fast-forward through it. I'm really I'm really happy that it was uh, that it was there. Yeah, um, I, I find it. I found it too. It was it was really really strange that we both discovered it by. No, I know never check, but no, I just I, for some reason fa- forwarded past it. They must have given us some sort of like indication or something. Like it was sub, a subconscious like continue to felt, watch this. It felt so appropriate. It's a, it felt so right that it was that it was there. Uh, the serial is called Edwards Tribbles, by the way. Oh, like it's Edwards, Edwards Tribbles. Oh, Edwards they, is like. They had the little, didn't they have like a, the little seal or sign that said like, yeah. like I'm in your cereal or something like that is what it says. D- the DNA, his DNA. Yeah. It, it's my, it's my DNA, it's my Edward. DNA. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, there's more human DNA than any other leading cereal. <laughs> and that's Gross. the building blocks of life. <laughs> and they're like, override your replicator safety protocols. <laughs> It's it's yeah it was spicy spicy ranch yeah spicy ranch that's what it was yeah triples yep. spicy ranch oh yeah. I loved uh, it I thought it was so it's, good it was so silly and stupid <laughs> but it was great it yep. was great well all right I think that does it that was a that was a good discussion I think and good you know good check in good short track we've got about a month before the next short track I think and uh, we're about two months away from the expanse like that's Ooh. what I'm counting down the most two right now other than Picard but uh 
Our next yes. milestone is the expanse. I'm so pumped. I'm excited about the expanse. And I think I also, we're going to have to talk to you about, um, Apple TV is coming out with a show called C, uh, with oh. Jason Momoa. Um, and that, that looks really, I've not even, heard. uh, of we are going to have to talk about it. It yeah. is about a world, uh, where everyone has been blind for Whoa. like decades and maybe even centuries for, for, for far back. Like sight is a, um, uh, like a like myth. A myth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like a myth. And so everybody's blind and then suddenly babies start to be born that have the gift of sight. Wow. Um, and, and because of that, like their entire civilization is built on not being able to see. And yeah. so there's a, there's a faction that want to protect the site. And then there's a faction of course, that wants to kill right. those babies because Everybody's... it represents, wow. you know, something that is p- possibly uh, very damaging for their it's society. Sort of children so, of men ish. Yes, it's, it's it's Children of Men, Game of Thrones-ish. Yeah. It, it looks very fascinating, and I really want to talk to you about it. So wow. definitely watch the trailer for C. It looks yeah, it incredible. The, it looks the, incredible. The other one I'm excited about, too, is The Witcher. Have you watched anything about that? Yeah, I did that just a little bit. I've seen, I've seen the, the trailer, but that's that's about it. I haven't really read or seen any too much more about it, other than Superman is the, uh, the main character. Right, right. Yeah, I think it'll be H- fun. Henry Cavill, yep. All right, All right. well. Yeah. Uh, I think that brings us to the end. Everybody, if you would, uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, you know, interact with us on Twitter, on Facebook. We're uh, at Geek Card Check on Twitter and the Geek Card Check podcast on Facebook. Um, also, subscribe. Rate us. You know, if you think we've done a good job, and even if you didn't think we did a good job, give us that five-star rating, and maybe we'll do better the next time. Uh, and uh, just, uh, yeah, just keep uh, reaching out to us. We love having conversations with you guys uh, online, and uh, and we always love hearing from you. In the end, I just, you know, life lesson from today. When your tummy needs a nibble, grab a tribble. 